Welcome to your go-to podcast for navigating the wild ride of raising a family while still holding on to your own identity or just hanging on. <laughs> Let's get real. Raising a family has never been more difficult with all the distractions in our world today. Balancing work, school, chores, screen time rules, and don't even get us started on the Mount Everest that is your laundry pile. Have we figured it out? No, not by a long shot. But if there is a secret sauce to growing and leading our family well, we'd say it's this. When we work on ourselves, we create lasting change for our homes, our children, our communities, and even our world. We're your hosts, Chris and Abby Haggard, full-time students of all things faith, family, and personal growth. As parents of five busy kiddos, we are all about slowing down, exploring the chaos, and walking in the fullness Jesus talks about, even in the impossibly hard days. You need a little encouragement today? How about a little inspiration? We're showing up every week with resources, conversations, and results you're looking for right here in this space, sticky floors and all. We promise to keep it real, raw, and focused on Jesus. You're listening to The Fullness Show. Hey, 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 welcome to another episode of The Fullness Show. We're your host, Chris and Abby Haggard. Welcome. Yes, we're so glad that you're here. Yes, and today we are doing a long-awaited uh, podcast episode um, where you will get to listen in on a real live uh, a coaching session <laughs> and then yeah. kind of like an example of what we do on a daily basis with clients, with kids, with families, with couples, marriages, things like that. Um, Chris is going to be coaching me on some different things. Yes. And I don't recommend husbands and wives do this at home. No, this is definitely <laughs> not recommended. <laughs> but this has um, been weighed out and yes. talked through. Um, a lot of our training stuff, we have to... We had to coach each other and like do example coaching and like practice on one another. And so we're kind of used to it. And um, we put our coaching hat on, client hat on, and it, it helps yeah. helps kind of differentiate it, the the it, roles. And it, and it helps you just kind of work out as far as from like the coaching perspective, it helps you work out your phrasing, how you ask questions, things like that. And so... Um, yeah, we've had to do this before, but now you get an opportunity to kind of listen in and get an example or a sample of what coaching would feel like. Yeah. Cause I think people are nervous about something that's unknown. Sure. And so if you get to like experience it a little bit then you're like, Oh, okay. That's not so bad. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. Well, let's get started. So Chris is putting his coach hat on right now. <laughs> I am putting my client hat on. I'm coming in. We don't really know each other very well. It's our role play. <laughs> our role play. <laughs> we got to edit that out. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So what we try to do is have clients come in with an issue. Well, before you even come in, okay. you've done like a discovery call. Mm -hmm. You figured out what coach you're going to work with which coach will work best just upon our recommendations. And then also your, um, your thoughts and your feelings about that. So, and then once you fill out that, you kind of fill out an intake form that helps you start diving into like, okay, where, what areas are, am I going in for? Mm -hmm. Which you kind of have an idea during the discovery, discovery call, but that just puts it all out there. That way you can kind of say, okay, narrowing down, this is what I want to talk about. Um, and all that stuff. So going into the first session, there's actually a little bit of backstory, which is good. Mm -hmm. um, but this would be like, 
okay, we already, we know each other, um, but now let's start diving in. Yeah, exactly. And so clients come in with like first session, we talk about the big, you know, what is the big issue? What is something that you're really struggling with? Um, And then as sessions go on, um, usually weekly, they'll bring up more things that have come to mind throughout the week or things that they are recently struggling with, things that they want to work on. Um, So today I'm coming in with a goal, a big goal, and then um, kind of an overall reasoning for my goal. So um, let's get started. All right. Well, um, thanks so much for coming in and I can tell that you are excited. You want to make some changes in your life. And so go ahead and just, if you can, put it into words. What are, what is, what is the main goal or goals that you're trying to see take place through coaching? Okay. Yeah. So I'm coming in with just some frustration. Like I'm ready to do the work. I'm ready to get after it, but I am frustrated with the way my days are laid out right now. I really... I just struggled through COVID and um, realized that I want to get healthy and I want to get stronger. Um, and to do that, I feel like I need more hours in my day. Um, and to do that, I feel like I need to create healthier rhythms in my life. And to do that, I feel like I need to get up earlier. I need to go to bed earlier and I need to really structure out the best time of my day to maybe work out um, and and meal plan, that sort of a thing, um, and really structure out my work day as well. Okay. Um, so what would you say in the past, is this the first time that you've ever felt this or is, have you felt these things Mm. before in your life? Definitely felt this way before I've hit, I've been in this season before where I'm frustrated, but now I'm really at a point where I'm ready to do something. Like I'm, I'm that frustrated that I'm like, angry enough to make, make a change. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, so what would you say was the catalyst? I I know you mentioned having COVID. What would you say is the other catalyst as far as has provoked this desire, this urgency, uh, to see this happen? I think the fact that I'm 34 and I've never worked out and I don't really care about what I eat and realizing that like that's like I'm I'm mid 30s and I'm not caring about that is kind of alarming to me and I'm a little nervous um and with the way that my life is right now as hectic as it is and as busy as we are I'm just realizing like I don't really get a handle really work on this really make it a priority um I'm going to look up and be a lot older and have a lot harder time to do it. And so I really mm. want to, I really want to start now. So just trying to get ahead of, not that you're feeling an urgency, like you're behind on anything. You just don't want to get behind. Yeah. I think I do feel behind, but not, not to where I'm like in, in a really difficult physical predicament or anything like that. <clears throat> okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So, um, you've said that you've felt this way before, um, you have a kind of a new urgency about it, a new realization. Um, and I know that you've mentioned your schedule, hectic, things like that. Um, what are the things that are holding you back from making this big of a change? 
All of my kids. I'm just kidding. (laughs) 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 Oh, I think um, I'm a night owl. And so I lack discipline on um, starting my day earlier and getting like momentum started earlier. And I kind of self-sabotage by staying up later, getting things done. While I am being productive and getting things done, I'm really sabotaging my day the next day by doing that. I'm, I feel like my justification of staying up and doing that is really the sabotage that I'm experiencing. Um, there's really no, no one else to blame. Like, of course, we have five kids. Of course, we have two businesses. Of course, we're homeschooling. Of course, all these things. But... I'm really the one that needs to just discipline myself and um, work on um, not justifying unhealthy habits, like Mm -hmm. staying up, that sort of thing. Okay. And let's see, I want to make sure we've kind of covered some of these things. And you mentioned like a like a shotgun approach of like, because I want to do this, then I'd have to do this. And I know that I, if I need to do this, then I'd have to do this. Yeah. And, um, if it you would, give a mouse a cookie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it felt like you were like, I really want a cookie now. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so you have like this list of things that you have to work backward and you're like, okay, so if I want to do this, then I need to work out. Would you say that? And I kind of picked this up in your voice you're overwhelmed by just looking at that this big of a change? Yeah, I think I'm thinking forward too much. And um, I'd like to like almost reverse engineer it, like work it backwards. So almost like look at where I want to be and then figure out the steps that it's going to take to get there. I think that would be helpful because it is overwhelming. I am, I do feel that way. I do feel like it's a lot if you look at it in a zoomed out approach. And when you're overwhelmed, do you naturally go to inactivity instead of activity? Yeah, I'll just start working on something else or um, avoid it or go eat a cookie. So, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just not deal with it because you feel overwhelmed at this. It's like the there's the saying that how do you eat an elephant? one bite at a time, yeah, but you're looking at the, you're looking at the size of this and feeling like it's too big. Mm-hmm. And so you just focus on something different. Yeah. Yeah. I avoid it completely. Okay. Go the other direction. So what would it take for you to start doing something? Just one thing. Probably some accountability. Okay. I do better when I have someone like checking on me or speaking life into me or, you know, like holding me accountable. Which to a certain extent, this coaching session is that. Yeah. Um, because I am going to ask you about how are you working toward the goal? How are you doing? Mm-hmm. And we'll set some goals and then we'll stay accountable in those ways. Um, but what are some other ways that you can can get this accountability? Um, who do you need to talk to? That's a good question. Jesus. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I probably need to, 
talk to some people that I know that do this well mm-hmm. and just get some advice and some tips and uh, maybe even see if they would be willing to help me, you know, or, or hold me accountable or check in on me or something like that. Um, and just start taking some tips from those people that are a couple steps ahead of me in this area that I can really learn from. Okay. And what would you say is the area that you want to learn from? You mentioned eating healthy, meal prep, going to bed early, getting up earlier, working out. What is the, what's the first thing that you want to see done? Because we're not going to try and do all of them tomorrow. Yeah. What would be the first one that you would get started on? Well, I feel like if I started going to bed earlier, that might be the first domino to fall. Um, Then I could wake up more refreshed and ready. But I would like to have something that I need to do in the mornings that's like lined up and ready for me to start. Um, so almost, I almost like want to like bookend it, like say, okay, I want to go to bed early and so that I can get up and do this. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. a, a goal for each hard thing. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> cause I don't want to go to bed early. Bedtime is so nice because the kids are in bed and it's quiet and can really actually think and do the things that I need to do. So it's difficult to turn my brain off and go to sleep. But if I know that I'm going to get a lot done in the morning and enjoy it and feel good, then I might be more motivated to go to bed early, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And what's causing you to stay up late at night? I think just feeling like that's the only time I have to be like myself and not be responsible for anybody, not owe anyone anything, not be on call for anyone, like just really get to do what I want to do, which is usually laundry or working or like, Mm -hmm. you know, just keeping up with everything. But it's, feels good to get that stuff done. So I want to do it, watch a show, that sort of a thing. Um, So I guess just like quiet space. Like I really want to stay in that space as long as possible. Hey friend, we're interrupting this episode to tell you about something kind of terrifying and awesome. We just opened up our brand new family life coaching practice called Fullness in the Family. We didn't want this episode to end without letting you know about some exciting resources open to you and your family. Take a second and visit fullnessinthefamily.com. We have several freebies we want to give you, coaches we want you to meet, and most importantly, we'd love to hear from you. Stop by today and get practical support in the fullness journey for your whole family. Okay, so if we if we dive into like the logistics of staying up late, what is causing you to stay up late? Is it because you can't fall asleep? Is it because I just want to? I think I just want to do more before I go to bed, and then I look up and it's midnight or one a.m. and I'm like, oh my gosh, like it's one a.m. I need to go to bed. You know, mm-hmm. um, I just want to get as much done as possible in that space. 
words quiet. <laughs> Would it be, are you thinking that it's going to be easier to get those things done earlier in the morning? Um, I'm thinking I might be a better person if I spend some time on myself in the mornings and kind of prep my day then instead of doing it, you know, half the night, um, might be a nicer person and I might have more motivation and momentum throughout my day if I get up earlier and mm-hmm. do a lot of that in the mornings. Um, so yeah. Okay. So what I'm hearing is that you, you kind of naturally are able to process after everyone goes to bed at the end of the day. Um, but then you also want to get up. And so instead of bulking your time at the end of the day, you kind of want to split it between yeah. the night and then the morning. Yeah. Does that sound like right? Like a book in my sleep or something. Yeah. I think that sounds right. But you don't want, <clears throat> but you're not wanting to dive too deep into work at night. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is just an idea. I'm going to throw this out and then you, you let me know what you think. Okay. Okay. So I've heard a lot of practical teachings and um, leadership coaches, things like that. And one of the things that they talk about is writing lists for their to-do lists for things that they need to get done, mm-hmm. but they do it the day before. Mm. How could you implement or would you, how would it feel to implement something like that at the end of your day and at the beginning of your next day? I think that's doable. I love a list. I definitely love to cross things off of lists. Um, I think I could totally do that. Yeah. Okay. So we've talked about a lot of different things and we've kind of put to the side working out, eating healthy, those things you can work on. But right now our main focus is going to be going to bed earlier, trying to be more productive, feeling better about yourself throughout the day. Um, So if you were to at night do like some of those leadership teachings have done and to write your list out at night Mm -hmm. and then do it the next day, start your list, start working on it the next day. Do you think that that would scratch the itch of, I need to work on something tonight and be productive, but then also leaving the bulk of the work to do in the mornings or throughout your day? Yeah, I think that that would help a lot. Um, I think, too, if I separated it out to where it was like physical work stuff like that happens in the morning and then like mental work and like that sort of thing happens in in the evenings, I would probably be better off because I am more inclined to think and process better at night. Um, so I could kind of categorize my lists in that way so that I'm not sabotaging myself, you Mm -hmm. know, but yeah, that's a good idea. So on a scale from one to 10, if this feels like, if this doesn't feel like a good fit, you obviously can change and adjust, make tweaks, things like that. Um, 
on a scale from one to 10, how good do you feel about that plan moving forward? I feel good. I feel like that's really doable. That doesn't feel overwhelming. It's bite-sized enough that like I'm already adding things to my list in my head. So I feel like that's totally doable and it'll kind of get me propelled to start making those changes of going to bed earlier and getting up earlier for sure. Okay. So on a scale from one to 10, how confident do you feel that you can do this? And are you wanting to start tonight? Um, I'm probably at an eight on confidence level if 10 is the highest and one is the lowest. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that tonight's a great night to start because we just had the house cleaned and I don't have a ton of chores to do. So I could probably really give myself the night off and make myself go to bed earlier <clears throat> and then create my lists. Um, yeah, I feel pretty confident that that could happen. I feel I'm probably at an 8.5. Okay. And who are you going to get in your corner to keep you accountable that you're actually going to follow through on this, creating your list, not staying up? Because the tempting thing might be, and correct me if I'm wrong, once you make the list, you want to start crossing it off at night. Yeah, totally. So what, what accountability and what guidelines are you going to, or guardrails are you going to put in place to make sure that that doesn't happen and that you're um, following through on this plan? Well, my first thought is my husband, but I feel like that might backfire. So I don't want to put him in that position. Um, My second thought is um, one of my best friends, like asking if she will text me and just set an alarm and text me and say, Hey, I'm checking in on you. Are you going to bed soon? That would be something that would be helpful. I think just a text. Um, and then I could use all my robots too. You know, I could set alarms and mm-hmm. reminders throughout the house and be like, but you know, 30 minutes till bedtime or whatever. Um, that might help a lot. Okay. Do you think your husband would be able to help you with the list, is that something that you guys will work on together, or yeah, is that probably yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm picking up on that. <laughs> I said I'm picking up on that. <laughs> I feel like he would want to help you. Do you feel like that? I feel like you would. That's so weird. That's just a weird intuition. It's like, it's like a coaching intuition. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you gotta know him. Gotta have a feeling. I do know your husband pretty well. <laughs> Might know him better. I than I feel you like you should let him in on the plan because he could probably help you out. <laughs> but having it. somebody in your corner, and then also. If you, because I heard you say it might backfire, is that because if he tells you, hey, put your phone down or put the computer down, you're going to get mad? Oh, yeah, totally. I'll be so pissed. Yeah. (laughs) Can he handle that, though? Yes, he can. Yeah. He could handle that. He could handle that. He's a pretty tough guy. He's so tough. Okay, so you could let him know about the plan. It's probably a good idea Mm -hmm. because one thing that might help is you kind of habit stack. And so if you're creating this plan, he could potentially create a plan that works and it coincides with yours. So you guys could work this together. Mm. um, And then you tweak it as you go, because I think you can create this elaborate plan, but if you're not, if you're not able to make it work for you, Mm -hmm. then it's going to be kind of pointless. So just making, little changes. And this isn't a huge change, but this is just something that can help you 
um, get moving in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And then also um, another reason that I would say to talk to your husband or talk to your friend is because they may think the same thing. They want to do that same thing. And so if you have, it's kind of like having a workout partner. Mm-hmm. If you have somebody else that's like, oh yeah, I like that idea um, of having a list of things to do. You could even send the list to each other mm-hmm. and then say, how'd you do on your list today? Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that's a next level of accountability. So mm, that's good. Um, I think that you kind of have a good plan moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, you can start your list. Like you said, you're making it in your head, start it on your phone, mm-hmm. write it down on paper, however you need to do it, put it where you can see it. Um, make a shared note with a friend or husband or whatever. Um, but yeah, what are you going to do as soon as we're done from this meeting? What's your next step? What are you going to do to make sure that this happens? I'll probably communicate with my people first. Okay. Yeah. Your accountability people. Yeah. Awesome. That's great. And then our next session, I'm going to follow up and make sure that you've been implementing the plan, working the plan and getting moving in the right direction. Always deliver. Make a plan, (laughs) stick to the plan, always deliver. I love it. That's really helpful. Thank you. Awesome. And then next, we can start working on meal plan, prep, working out, all of those things. Bite size. But right now, we just don't want to get overwhelmed. We want to have some sort of activity. And instead of being overwhelmed, we'll just do little steps. I like it. Cool. That seems doable. Thank you. Great job. All right. So great coaching session. Chris, you're natural mm, always. Um, I. It's funny because I have been thinking about that process for a while and just not really talking about it. And we were trying to decide who was going to coach and who was going to be the client. And I was like, I, I, have, I think I have an issue that you could coach me on. So we, literally we haven't even talked about that until this – you know, mock <laughs> coaching session. Um, and you did great. You said a lot of things that made me think and pulled some really good ideas out of me and had some great tips along the way. And you even used terms from different books that we've both read from like Atomic Habits and things like that. Um, and so that's really helpful. And it is actually going to be something that I work on this week. So I'm very excited about that. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I hope this helped. I hope this was something that you feel like, okay, um, even just getting in the thought process of being coached, mm-hmm. I think is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, you've mentioned it before that a lot of time you have someone who's like, I don't know what to do. And so the, the amount of energy or like gung-ho-ness, I don't know, if the <laughs> like you're ready to move forward, um, your coach is going to match that. And mm-hmm. so if you're like ready to go a hundred miles an hour, the coach is ready to do that. But if you're kind of like hesitant of like, all right, I'm not sure what to do, how to move forward, feel just overwhelmed. Your coach is going to help walk through that too. Yeah, absolutely. They're ready to, to meet you where you're at. And that's, that's the beauty of coaching is yeah. every, every session we're meeting you where you're at. It's not a, Oh, did you do your homework? Or you know, you're gonna get in trouble. And like, it's yeah. where are you at today? If you're still where you were last week, that's okay. We're gonna we'll walk this out together. Like, yeah. um, there's a lot of patience involved and a lot of grace, um, but so much encouragement, and so much motivation right. forward. So, 
um, yeah, let us know if you're interested and you want to do a sample call or a discovery call and we will chat and see what coach works for you and um, get you on the schedule. It is filling up right now. And so we're trying to be really um, intentional with uh, finding more coaches to join the team. And so if you're interested in that, if you're interested on joining our coaching team, this is a great opportunity. Um, Reach out to us, let us know, and we'll get you into the flow and start talking through certification and all that good stuff. So we'd love to talk to you about joining the team. Yeah. Thank you for listening to The Fullness Show. For more information, support, and connection, contact our team and visit our website at fullnessinthefamily.com. We know you're a busy human, and the fact that you slowed down to listen today means the world to us. We hope you were encouraged and reminded that, number one, you're doing a good job. Number two, there's always room to grow. And number three, most importantly, you're not alone. Let's get better together. Thank you for listening to The Fullness Show. The Fullness Show.